everybody. Welcome to episode 68 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. We saw the Joker. We just saw the Joker. Mm-hmm. Saw the Joker. We just today. came back from seeing the Joker. Just got back. We just saw it. And I was like, we, we better Joker. get on the podcast and tell everybody what we think because they're dying to know. Well, this is uh, we our we legions went, of fans. We went we went with Brandon, Mr. Brandon, Mr. Randall Savage, Randall as you'd know underscore, him, underscore Savage on Randall underscore Savage eighty four something on like that Instagram something like that yeah from uh, reality Geek from in. Steady Geek Reality Ball. <laughs> I'm getting Steady all my Geek nerd my nerd podcast confused from Steady Geekin. Um, we went with him and his lovely wife Becky. Uh huh. Uh huh. And this is um, true. actually, his brother. Yeah. And guest and, girlfriend friend I don't know. Yeah. Were there? Um, and we oh. didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, that kind of looks like yeah. Brandon, but we also no. were there with some armed security guards. Apparently, oh my God, so ridiculous. So, um, I, I, we talked about this when the trailer came out, mm-hmm. and you know, people giving it shit, stupid. Why are they making that? Yeah. And I was just like, I want to see it because Joaquin Phoenix is in it, and it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And just side note, mm-hmm. as we were ready to leave mm-hmm. to come to the movies, I did the old, the old Picorino outside. So I could weather vane. Sure. You know, is it cold enough for for a sweat for the sweats? Check the weather. And I opened the door, and there was a fucking kitten. That's just I think it was sleeping well, not in kitten, our kitten, but a young. Well, cat. it's very young. It's yeah. under. It's like probably six months. I'd say six yeah. seven months like that. Um, that to me is a kitten because mm-hmm. they're in that hyper destructive phase. Um, I think it was sleeping in our flower pot. Yeah. That has two zombie arms in it for Halloween. Yeah. And I was like, I literally don't have time for this because I'm going to go see the Joker. And it threw my headspace off. I was a little nervous because then I was like, oh, no, is Kitty going to be all right? We put a box out there with a towel, try to keep it warm. We named it already. Well, I I just was calling it Joker Mm -hmm. because the timing was interesting. And then I was like in a – I was in an awe headspace. Mm. And I didn't want to be in that headspace for the movie. And I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. But I have to say – I regret to say I forgot about that fucking kitten like, <laughs> two minutes into the film oh, oh boy. because I was just like, well, look, in my defense, this cat's got some battle wounds. Like yeah, it's yeah. not its first night out on the street. I would sure. have never left it out there. If, like if I watched a car like punt it out, I would have been like, well, that cat's staying in our trunk yeah. <laughs> throughout the duration of the movie. Um, but I was like, okay, kitty can make it one more night. Just come back tomorrow. I'll get, mm-hmm. I'll get you over my job. Anyway. Um, that's how good the, the film already yeah. was in the beginning that I was just like, oh, what, what cat? What ca-? And I, I realized afterwards when it was over, I was like, oh, my God, the cat. The, cat's, the cat. <laughs> the cat. Um, 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 so I guess we'll dive right into the, the joke just, of the movie. I'm, I got my second wind because it's kind of late for us. It's yeah. like 10 o'clock right now. And we are out past 9 o'clock. Ridiculous. Craziness. We never – I don't know that – I think we've only seen a movie at this time – like, this is the third movie that we've seen, like, late movie in the 12 years that we've been together. Mm. We don't do early, we don't do late movies, no. we do early movies. Um, I'd have to say the crowd was um, fine. Yeah. That's I'm because surprised. it was the expensive. Yeah, we, we sat in <laughs> the um, in the Danbury um, movie theater in the, the AMC there, whatever it is. Uh, they have the Dolby Theater, which has, like, the reclining seats and, and whatnot. Yeah. So there's actually less seats in there, but they're mm-hmm. all comfortable, so... Yeah, it was the the crowd was fine. I guess the armed guards helped with that, but <laughs> just not gonna let that go. Go ahead, why don't you? 
get into. Oh, hey, it's fine, you know. Uh, it's not fine, but whatever. Well, whatever. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, they're not doing any harm by being there, I guess I'll say. Well, unless it's like some type of political Statement, stunt. yeah. Yeah, then they are doing harm. But um, I, I'll be the first to say, first of all, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't seen the film, this is not really, you can easily review this film without spoiling it. Yeah. It's that kind of film that I think is the first time that I've ever been able to say, we're going to talk about this film, but we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, All of the major comic book type beats in it are so well known. So it's yeah, not like, yeah. you know. Um, but there's little things in there that I'll leave out because it's not going to like kill anything. But mm. um, yeah, the the whole armed guards thing, <laughs> just like... They were and we don't know if they're there every Saturday night. I doubt it. Yeah. I highly doubt it. They had all of the the flyers up about like this is yeah. You know this is the not Joker's for not a typical comic book movie. Like, and, oh my god! Like it's yeah, rated it's R. Rated R. That's all you. That's th- this is completely unnecessary to put up there. It's a rated R film, and isn't it illegal for anyone under the age of seventeen to be in a rated R film anyway? So not what, accompanied by an adult. Yeah. yeah. So what's the problem? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's, it's no different. So part of me has to go like, is this a, a publicity stunt? Because I will be the first to admit that I totally fell for Jimmy Kimmel putting Joaquin on the spot on his show which wound up being a stunt, which he's known for. And I kind of I always, said, but th- I don't think you think they would have edited, edited it out if it wasn't a joke? What? Like if that really happened, don't you think they would have edited not necessarily, that out? Oh, well, he's he didn't, live, right? He's live. He's, yeah, yeah, but it's, right. it's not like he cursed or did, yeah. you know, had some outrageous like uh, tantrum about it. Um, but, you know, when you think of how far he goes yeah. for publicity stunts for his films, it's not a surprise. I watched it and I immediately, as an actor, reacted as a, as an actor and a filmmaker because I was like, wow, I'd never do that to an actor, this and that. And then as people kind of, because I put a post on it, and as people were like, wow, that's really fucked up, part of me started going, wait a minute. <laughs> well, he did that thing with what Letterman, this, right? Yeah, I was like, what if this is another stunt? And I suspected it. Mm. Um, and then it wound up being like, yeah, so I will admit, like, I, that's how good he is that I, I co- completely believed his reaction. Um the, the, the arm I watched it were not already necessary. knowing that it was a stunt, so oh. it was hard for me to yeah, no. not see it as one. Um, the, the, the guards were complete overkill. And I'm not trying to be mean here, but one of the security guards, <laughs> okay, I kid you not, was my height. I'm 5'2", mm. so I don't know what he's securing. Um, because, again, I'm not trying to be mean, but he wasn't like a svelte fellow yeah that just happened to be small that i could be like oh you know he could he's low to the ground he'll get your center of gravity or something this dude was not securing anything quickly (laughs) yeah um but he had a gun so we were calling him devito like what is devito gonna do (laughs) like what is he gonna do if the if shit really goes down in this theater what is that guy doing Mm. what is he doing i can outrun him easily and i'm not a fast runner yeah so that's what makes me feel like this is this is either, either a publicity some kind of, stunt or yeah, a political stunt. It's a political stunt or it's a publicity stunt, but this was in no way necessary. Uh, I can't even imagine. they what, what Would they have like psychiatrists on call? Uh, for anyone who watched, like if they made natural born killers today, I can't even oh, imagine what. They have therapy sessions on the way out, seriously, of, the, <laughs> the way out of the movie. That, e- that each seat comes with its own clinician because... Yeah. Uh, that movie was way fucking worse in terms of violence than this was. Mm. This had like some violent moments and I was like, I've seen much worse than that. 
much, much worse. Yeah, yeah. It was uncalled for. Yeah. Overkill is a stunt of some type, is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. Stunt. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, secu- uh, armed guards aside... What did you What did you think of the film and the performance and the and the and the whole What What did you think? I just I just I just. You're a Joaquin fan. I am. Yeah. I have been. I've literally been watching him since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um. I one of my favorite movies as a kid was Parenthood. Parenthood. Yeah. And he is in that, and he plays Gary, mm-hmm. and I know that because that's how many times I've seen it, <laughs> and I had such a crush on Gary, but I also had a crush on Keanu Reeves in that. So. Yeah. The shaved um, head Keanu Reeves. Or the shaved undercut. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I've literally been following his career. Mm. Him and DiCaprio, like these are the two people that like I started watching as a kid, and yeah. and you know just continued to watch their films. And people saying that this is like the performance of his career. I think he always gives one hundred and ten percent. He was amazing in The Master. Mm-hmm. It, it was a great performance. But like, I hate when people say the performance of their career as if the things prior to this were somehow Didn't matter, or that's it. This is he'll let, never yeah, get any better than that this. That he's peaked yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Um, and no, it was just as good as all his other performances. Um, I thought part of me was like, wow, I hate that. If they're telling the truth, I'll not get to see this progress, mm-hmm. and I won't get to see. Um, them sort of melt Batman and all that stuff into this. Well, they and just then ruin it. the yeah. other part of me was like, I really hope they leave it at this yeah, and just let it be they won't. epic. They won't. Well, it's all on him, right? Because if he they wants can't to do, do it. it without him. Yeah. So if he digs his heels in the ground and he's like, I'm not doing it, it's over. No one's going to do what he just did. Yeah. No one's going to do that. Yeah. Um, I could see maybe the director, you know, like cha-ching, like get somebody else. We'll let you direct it. But I don't think it's not (laughs) like he's what really made that whole film. Not no shade towards the director and, you know, DPs and all the editors and everything. Well, everything else was so great that he's able to do that. You know, if the whole film was great. You know, everything was yeah. on point. The direction, the cinematography was on point. Color correction was Color really grading cool. was great. You know, um, you know the the performances of the other people. I mean, he kind of was on the screen like every frame. Yeah, but De Niro was not. Yeah, that's true. De Niro was kind of like meh. I'm good. Who's De Niro? I get yeah. As a talk show, I host. get hate. I get hate for this because I'm one of those people that like when people say De Niro Pacino, and I'm like, and yeah. De Niro and Pacino played De Niro and Pacino in everything. The only time De Niro didn't play De Niro was when he played Frankenstein, and that went over really well. Yeah. So um, even when he played that gay pirate, it still looked like De Niro. I, he just <laughs> right? Was didn't he play like a? I don't know. <laughs> in that movie, where like the floating ship or something, wasn't that? What? He was a gay pirate. Yeah, something. Yeah. I missed that one. Mm. Um, I think the only time that. He and he still played someone crazy and like kind of off. Like Cape Fear was probably the one character that I was like, oh, I didn't. Yeah. You know, he's southern and but he's still like a violent gangster dude, you know. So I I, I don't know. Um, it's like he's he's the same gangster guy in every film and mm-hmm. and every dramatic film. And then when he's in a comedy, he's just Bobby De Niro, like meet the Fockers and all yeah. that stuff. It's just, that's they're, what he's like in, an, yeah, it's, in it, an interview. It's, yeah. So I don't, uh, I, I don't really understand the fascination with Robert De Niro, I guess. I'm sorry. I haven't seen all of his movies either, so I can't say for I, sure. I've but. seen a good 
portion of them, not all of them, but yeah. um, I've I've never seen anything that I was like, oh my god, that he just blew me away. I mean, I guess you know, Raging Bull is considered like, and Taxi Driver was considered, um, you know, probably the most charactery characters that he's had. But I just mean like, as his career progressed, he never did that again. I mean, he's just. After Goodfellas, he just played, he rode that character through yeah. unless he was in a comedy. Yep. Um, Stardust. And so That's he, oh, oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Um, he was just Robert De Niro as a host, I guess, in it. It was yeah. okay. Yeah, he was fine. But he, <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He was whatever. You know, it just, I, I always like, and I was watching him specifically to see mm-hmm. how outside, like, even. <laughs> You just see how outside of his comfort zone he would will be willing to go because a, a, a late night show host is usually like, like very like charismatic yeah. and, and all that stuff. And he was just like it was Bobby De Niro, but just slightly charismatic, you know, like <laughs> yeah, on a good day so, maybe. Yeah. I, I didn't even really, I don't know. But yeah, that that but it didn't ruin it for me, you know. No, it's no, like, no, no, whatever. No. That guy is who he is and whatever. But, no, I just felt like. Like um, they they talked about Robert De Niro in it as if he was a bigger character. No, I, yeah. I thought that he was going to be a much bigger character. I actually thought Mark Maron had a bigger part in it. Yeah, he's in it for like a second. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, good for him. But yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, so you know, he obviously lost a lot of weight to play the film. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and just his like it's wouldn't it's these things that these amazing actors do that just like. The way that the Joker runs <laughs> is so crazy, it. but it like, it just, he makes it work. Yeah. You know, it's just little things like that. The way he walks, mm-hmm. the way he looks at things, just like, just inhabiting that character. And it's just such a joy to watch somebody really just be all in on something like that. You know, that's, that's not, you know, that's um, a little, it's not over the top, but it's a character. Yeah. You know, and and when they get into like the little specifics of how this person, you know, the 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 idea of why this character laughs, how this character laughs, I thought was pretty brilliant. How they brought that into mm-hmm. to everything because the Joker's known for his laugh. So every time somebody plays the Joker, they're like, "What's his laugh like?" and "What's their laugh yeah. like?" and all but that stuff. Na- but like, but I thought it was interesting how they handled that. I thought I thought the yeah the the. The reason that he had the laugh mm-hmm. was really interesting. I thought that was cool. I love that they did that. Yeah. Um, we won't say, but yeah. uh, the, I, I love that they did that. And um, I want I want to just like not even really get into the whole comparisons thing because up until now, you know, Heath Ledger has been known as the best Joker. I still really love Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Mm-hmm. I think they're two completely different adaptations mm-hmm. of that comic. So it's, you can't, apples and oranges. Yeah. And I think that Joaquin Phoenix is yet another great Joker. Mm-hmm. We do not count Jared Leto in this house. Sorry, <laughs> bye-bye. That's so true. of the three Jokers, <laughs> the three film Jokers, yeah. um, they all did an amazing job. Yep. In different ways because they yeah, were completely different films. Yeah, yeah, right. If, Heath Ledger if, like, in this if, film wouldn't work. If like they brought the Joker back in Batman Three, what was that one called? The Nolan Batman Three was Dark Knight Rises, was it? Yeah. If they had like brought the Joker back for that film and then Joaquin playing him, then I can understand like maybe a comparison. Yeah, how they maybe. played that specific character yeah. in that world. But you know, you have I love Joaquin's Joker, you mm-hmm. know, but I also love. Uh, Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker. So uh, I don't want a Nicholson I, fan, huh? I never really got into those uh, ones. Yeah. What? Yeah. They're just like whatever. 
how have we been together for almost 12 years and you're now I mean, I just telling me that anything. you didn't find the original, not Batman Returns because no, but Kim Basinger. Let's get nuts. Like, really? You didn't yeah. think that was, even yeah. at the time, like, I thought that was so bomb. No, because I, I wasn't saw really into that stuff kid. at the time. Oh, I loved that stuff. You know, I, I saw Spawn in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never, I never, I never was into it back then. I was like just a stupid punk. That's so funny. Like punk. I knew more about comic books when I was really that's young yeah. and you didn't. And then now nothing. you know everything. And I'm like, I don't remember what happened in this. I haven't read this since I was like yeah. 12. Um, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But so. So yeah, it's like, I I just hate that. I mean, that goes into the broader conversation of that stuff. But like, why am I choosing? Why are you choosing? Like, But again, right? If you He's not took, as good as Heath Ledger. If well, you like, took Heath Ledger and put it in this film, it wouldn't work. Right. It's way too over the top. It doesn't work. If you took uh, Joaquin Phoenix and brought him into the Nolan films, he'd be way too toned down and he wouldn't have fit. Yeah. Because, you know. It's just different films. It, they're completely different films. Yeah. yeah. It, they worked in their own way. They were all great. Different take on the, on the I character. Just, I, so, so the first thing, I hate to be like corny and I'm not, I'm not being um, facetious when I say this, but it's like there were points where I found myself just sitting there smiling because yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because as you know, I don't care for comic book films mm -hmm. and I fucking hate Marvel movies. I just can't stand them. They're so campy. And I if you've them. seen one, you've seen them all. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about them. I totally get what people like about them. Like there's the, okay, so there's, we can, we can segue because it's relative. There's the whole like Marty Scorsese saying that, you know, comic oh, yeah. book movies. I, I didn't, I didn't are, read what he actually said or what happened, but, I, you know, but I, I saw the headlines of it. Yeah. He's saying, you know, it's, it's they're not, not like a, real movies yeah, it's or not whatever. Of substance and this and that, whatever. People have um, been saying that forever. Yeah. But I think there are exceptions Logan was the first time that you saw like a comic book movie um, that wasn't the Nolan ones that mm -hmm. you were like, oh, but still it, there's a lot of flippies and over the top things mm -hmm. happening. There is none of that in this. It's an origin story. Everything that happened in this film was physically possible. You could take out the fact that it was a DC movie and it would still work as a movie. Yeah. You totally. know what I mean? Like you totally. just take out a couple little elements here and there about it. And I know. actually would have liked if they took that out yeah. because there's one major thing that happens. I won't say what it is that you're like, ah, DC got it, yeah. you know, Joker. Um, and if they took that out or just actually hinted and didn't really push into it, yeah. I would have liked that yeah. more than and they, hand, they actually in. handled it. I don't know much about, you know, other variations of this story in the comics, but they they handled that moment that yeah. They they handled it differently than I thought. So, yeah. Um it was interesting. I I was always a big fan of um like Arkham Asylum and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I ne the funny thing is that I couldn't afford comic books as a kid, and so I started reading them because my sister was a courier at the time for FedEx and she was delivering and picking up packages, whatever. And she would get all these DC comics. So most of my comics were DC because mm -hmm. she would bring, I mean, boxes home Yeah, and they weren't in order. So I never got to read. You're just like random. All, yeah. I would read whatever chunks I had. Mm -hmm. And then there was a lot of graphic novels that I would read. So I'm very like washy on the story because I went in like yeah he Tarantino you know, I Tarantino the, the entire thing <laughs> and I don't think I even finished it I don't know yeah. you know I just had what I had it was a lot but I had what I had and then again with it being graphic novels you have it's a different 
different artists and different writer and mm -hmm. adaptations. And so I just liked the really dark feel that DC has. I think it's unfortunate that the movies always seem to be Magoo. Mm. But they have good characters. They just don't yeah, I think, find the I don't right think people. They've figured to... it out yet, you know. And and it's sad to see, but it, it almost feels like deep. Like I haven't seen Aquaman, and I will. Ugh. I'll watch it eventually just to watch it. But you know, it almost feels like them trying uh, trying to be more like Marvel movies. They have quips and jokes. It, yeah, and that sort of it stuff. just and, doesn't work. Yeah, and I and and I don't know. You know, whatever. But I I just I would like them to try something different. You know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I but, can. But yeah, I mean, I can live without them trying because everybody, honestly. Yeah. But this, everything that I dislike about comic book movies, mm. this film didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> so, and everything I loved about this is what is missing from your typical Marvel movie yeah. for me. Yeah. And so I was like, this is awesome because it's a movie, it's an actual movie. Mm -hmm. And everything that's happening here could happen. Nobody like rolls in on some like motorcycle that goes 300 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, you know, those types of things. Nobody's bulletproof. Right. You know, it's an actual film. It's an, it's a realistic adaptation of this character. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking about it on the way home and you were saying, well, like, how would you incorporate Batman and all that yeah. stuff into it? And I said, if you were going to do it, and I don't think they should, but if they were going to do it, you would have to go in with an open mind because it's a completely different way of looking at Batman. It's not Batman in the armored suit with the fancy toys and all that. It's a different kind yeah. of Batman. And I don't think people are going to take to that. They're not going to want that. Look at what look at what happened with this. Nobody was like, hey, it's, they were like, it's not a DC comic book movie. We're not doing that. It's just, a, it's an yeah. origin story. And they were like, no, fuck you, die. Don't make <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's like, just don't watch it. Well, it'd be interesting to see if they if they do anything else with it, like you're saying. You know, if if this rolls into, you know, I don't know what the plans are for the next Batman movie, um, but if they are, it would be interesting to see if they were to take a note from this film and kind of build take, it. Take a bunch of notes. Kind of build like that. The tricky thing is this film is part of why it's so good is, is it's a character piece, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, as we all know, you know, story and characters are so important in films and a lot of uh, films you know marvel movies have the advantage of like starting off and building you know this person's film so you kind of have an origin story but you know uh once like this sort of aesthetic or this sort of tone or style i don't know how that would work in say a justice league movie you know if you were to have a bunch of superheroes fighting bad guys in it, it doesn't it's like, because joker doesn't do anything he's not fantastical yeah Joker well, that's why was, they picked him. Joker was same never like that, some that, ethereal character. Same reason that, that Nolan picked uh, Batman because he doesn't fly or whatever. He's not Superman. Yeah. You know, he's he's a little more grounded. Yeah, but he does do a lot of. Like, he does, but he's, he has he's certainly some, more grounded than like some gravity, some gravity defying type of abilities. Yeah. You know, whereas Joker was never did. Yeah, Joker was just some violent dude. On that note, um, the. The new Harley Quinn adaptation is coming out. The trailer came out, which is going to be for 2020. Uh, mm -hmm. The hell's the name of the movie? Oh, uh, 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 Birds of Prey Yes, Birds of Prey. Um, or the fantabulous Harley here, Quinn something, something. Here's the thing. After seeing The Last Disaster, or most of it, I've not, I, I couldn't sit through the whole thing, but I was I just like, oh God, I, I can't, I can't watch Jared Leto and I, I please don't bring him and they were like no they're not bringing him back it's it. just going to be about her I was like 
Because the thing is, I like Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. I think she's a really good actor. So I was like, I don't think that she's not going to do her job. But mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, I don't want to. It's just the story. I don't care. And, you know, I was just so jaded from the last group of it and this and that. Um, but I have to say, I'm kind of excited for this film. Oh, I, I like the trailer. Um, well, you, got, you got Mary Elizabeth Winstead, too. Yeah. We, we like her. But can I just say something? Ewan McGregor yeah. should have been Sam Rockwell. Yeah. A bit miscast, but maybe he'll maybe he'll knock it out of the park. I, I enjoy you and McGregor. I'm not saying that he's Stay I haven't seen it. Stay in your place, I haven't Ewan seen it, right? But as soon as I saw that character in the trailer, mm-hmm. I was like, please at least tell me that you tried to get Sam Rockwell. And he was like, I have no interest in this. And mm-hmm. then you were like, All right, what's you and McGregor doing? Because it's so like it just seems like he should be in it. Yeah. I think he would have been really great in that part. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see it yet. So maybe I'll, you know, shove my Eat foot right words. in my mouth. I yeah. don't know. But I was a little surprised because normally that whole like, you know, the the whole campy part of a comic book movie, it does have that. It's basically Birds of Prey is like a cinematic adaptation, but like with a tank girl feel. Mm. And I was a huge tank girl fan. So I think that's probably why I'm excited about it, because she kind of reminds me of her. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's no question that she'll that Margot Robbie will do a good job in that role. I haven't even seen the first one. And I know that. that she'll do a good job just based on the trailer and, and stuff I've seen from her. But I don't know. There's just like, I'll watch it for sure, but I'm not I, like, I, I want to see it. I'm not like super excited about it. Like I should be mm. for a comic book film. Yeah. It's, I guess cause it, re- it just reminds me so much of all of the past DC films, which I have never been a big fan of. I think, I, you know? I think this I one know. might be I don't good. Know who's I don't directing know. it or, or, or what they're, you know, what the, how it's going to be, but you know, whatever, I'll see it. Must be a full moon. I don't know. I was surprised when I watched it that mm. I was like, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm saying these words because it doesn't make sense. I can see it sense. being fun and like audacious and, and you know. I think I just, it would be good. I think I just have to get past the thinking about the first yeah, this riot, is totally, Suicide Squad movie. This, I must have Riot Squad. Riot Squad. <laughs> my job for you. Um, yeah. Okay. So back, so, so back to Joker. Um, I, I just... I really, I really liked the way that they handled it. It's a period piece, mm-hmm. and they did great with it. Everybody did a really good job. A but, period piece that didn't hammer the period down oh, your throat. Yeah, you know it what just I mean? was like, very organic. Just where it was, you know, it felt real. Yeah, it was slightly before my time, memory wise. Yeah, uh, you know, because this is Gotham, but it's New York and mm-hmm. modeled after. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, was really authentic. I really enjoy, especially the buildings, like in the apartment buildings yeah. and the hallways and all that stuff. Like that was pretty on point. Subways, um, and the subways, just the colors. I don't know what we were thinking yeah. in the eighties with colors with the grit and, and the, the grime worst. Of, of it all. Yeah, I just really, really enjoyed it. And there was, you know, there was a couple times I I was rooting for him pretty much the whole time. Yeah, even though I'm like, oh, there's horrible things happening, but. As you've said, with with every villain, he had a point. Yeah, and so I I understood his point. Yeah, I got and it. And it's not it like you have to agree way with of handling and, it. And it's not like you would kill people based on that right, belief or whatever. But regular, normal, functioning adults can watch a movie. Yeah. and not murder people afterwards. Yeah, go figure. It's like Thanos. Thanos is like, oh, you want to you want to eradicate half he the population because there's too we're using too many resources. All right, yeah, had a point. All right. That's his point, you know. It's not just evil for evil's sake, right? You know, which is right. like 
whatever. He just, he played the character in such a way that I was like, I know it would be a risk, but I want to hug this dude. I felt like if somebody could just be nice to him, mm. that they could maybe love the crazy away. Yeah. And you know, you know how us gals are. We, we find a crazy yeah. guy and we're like, we're going to change that guy's I'm gonna life. Him. <laughs> I'm going to fix this guy. And uh, nine times out of 10, it doesn't it's, work. A, it's a fucking disaster on top of a collision course. <laughs> and <laughs> we go down in flames. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, somebody please just be nice to that guy. And not just because of what he was capable of doing or what he was going to do, but because it was like you, you'd you seen that character and that person. And I, I actually knew somebody. He reminded me of somebody that I went to elementary school with. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I was part of the crowd that was like, shut up. Mm-hmm. As an adult now, I'm like, God, I feel so bad for that kid. And as a kid, you don't realize it because you're like, you're weird and annoying and yeah. stop it. Yeah. Um, but now as an adult in hindsight, you're like, wow, this kid was just awkward, but That's friendly. Shit going on at home and you don't know what happens. So friendly yeah. and just like seemed, it seemed weird to you at the time. Yeah. And now like as an I don't remember his last name, his first name was Thomas. Hmm. And he was always trying to kiss every single girl. Well, I mean, and there's what? there's a line, I guess, and you got to be careful well, about we that. Well, we were like we were like ten. Uh-huh. Uh, and he wasn't like forceful and horrible about no. it, but he was just like just a kid that really wanted to be friends and wanted to have everybody's attention, mm. and um, you just found it annoying and weird as at the time as a kid. But he just reminded me of this character, yeah. and so it was like, oh no, <laughs> the guilty part of me was like, just be nice to him. He just did such an amazing job at playing that character and and just becoming that character. There's one part, and I can't say what happens, but it's a pretty major thing that happens. When you get there, you'll know. The expression on his face as an actor, mm. I was in just in awe and I in just green with envy. Mm. No pun intended with the hair there, but yeah. I just was like, oh, man, I hope to just get close to being able to have that convincing of an expression and a moment where yeah as an audience you're like that's who that person is yeah so good yeah so good <laughs> so, so good, good. <laughs> no he was you know and and to have the uh the it's always tough with these things right because you're taking this at the beginning you're taking this sympathetic char- i mean everybody knows what happens you know in terms of the storyline but you're taking the sympathetic character and you're essentially turning him into a murderer right or whatever yeah and so you know, how how are you transitioning that? And that's a lot of that's on the actor. A lot of that's on the director. A lot mm-hmm. of that, you know, there's a lot that goes into that and uh, making sure that you're not all of a sudden making it seem like, well, he was just he was just whatever. And then he just switched and then he went crazy. And it's just interesting kind of um, study into how somebody what causes somebody to for that to happen to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, in the comp- compounding factors of, of society and the way you were growing up and then the mental issues that you have. It was a very progressive approach into yeah. his it madness. It wasn't so just like, oh, he's always crazy. It was like, well, this is how he, he yeah, he had mental issues, but this is how he got. This is how it got was. out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so by the I way, I really enjoyed that. Um, Brandon was supposed to be on the show with us talking about it, but he's got like a ton of shit to do and he's got his own show to do. Um, so he couldn't make it. So uh, 
that sucks. But we would have, you know, because we figured if we'd all watched it, yeah. we could have could have had because uh, I don't know. He he said he needed a moment with it. We got out. You know, I looked at him and I was like, how awesome was that? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, what? You know? so that would have been, you know, he's a huge comic. He's into he knows. Well, his podcast is, yeah, is all about geared, comic yeah, books and, and comics. you know, all things geek, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he had made an interesting comment about how he didn't know how to feel about it. And he wanted to see if this is going to now fold into a bigger story. I hope not. You know, leave um, it alone. I hope yeah. they just leave it alone. Otherwise, you have to go like whole hog with it and bring Batman into this style. And I don't think people are going to accept that. They're yeah. just not. I don't know. The Joker is more like, eh, yeah, okay, fine. Because here's the thing. But Batman, do you need how how in depth of, a, of of an actor do you need to be to play Batman? Right. Well, as we've seen in every other Batman film, not very outside it's just of Michael like Keaton. Your face is covered. You talk like this. Well, that, that was and the that's thing. It. I, I never I never liked Christopher Nolan's Batman no, character I didn't. or or Christian Bale's Batman character. I liked his Bruce Wayne. He played Bruce Wayne great, but. Um, the minute that he had the, the voice and the and the Michael Keaton the was a good thing. Batman the whole and he was a good Bruce Wayne just saying yeah. let's get nuts you want to get nuts um, come on so I think it's a, it's yeah I think you're right I think it would have to be you know there's so many variations so many versions of what Batman is and I think taking a step back and figuring out how a Batman would work in this world could be interesting I you think know you're not going to have this big rubber suit with nipples or whatever but <laughs> you know I think if you have a you know, you think about the essence of Batman and, you know, how that could work in this world. Yeah, that could be an interesting take. People are, are so used to seeing how, you know, with Marvel movies, it's always like, well, how close is it to the comic books and how much do they take from the comic books and all that stuff? And, um, yeah, it could be an interesting exercise for someone to say, all right, well, let's just let's worry about the film as a whole. And the aesthetic and and the grounding of it, and then work all that stuff into it. I think it. if they made Batman more like Daredevil esque, mm. you can sort of creep it into this type of style. But you, even then, I mean, Daredevil's like whoop, like way yeah. up here. You know, you'd have to tone well, the thing that I like down. About Daredevil, and they, and they actually the Nolan Batman did this too. Is the repercussions right? You go out and you're beating up. Uh, Yes. bad guys and you're going to get bruised. You're going to get the and, ouchies. Yeah, and so Batman dealt with it a little bit and Daredevil certainly dealt with that a lot and and I think that that adds this just level of realism. Yeah, because... but Batman even in Nolan's was like flying off of buildings. Yeah. Like when he, when he lets her go and he catches her, they're falling through the air and somehow not even the slightest bruise, she doesn't have internal bleeding, she did not like bust her spleen at all. When she lands on him landing on a taxi. Oh, yeah. And somehow the taxi driver doesn't die in that either when they fall on his goddamn roof. Yeah. You know, it's like those things where it's like, this is just so fantastical. You couldn't have any of that shit in there. Nobody, there's no death-defying stunts in that. You yeah. know, it's going it, to, it would have to be, he would, he would have to be so mortal that I think people would hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it would be, it would be an interesting kind of, it would be interesting to see how people would react to it, you know? I think Joker, see, I, I'm, I'm not as into it anymore, but like characters like Joker and Harley Quinn, you can do that with because they're mortal, mm. right? Like they didn't have any like real special powers. Right, right. And so they somehow never died, mm -hmm. <laughs> really, uh, or never wound up getting bludgeoned or shot yeah. to death or whatever. Um, but, you know, I don't know how many more, you can't, Batman's not that type of character and, uh, you know, 
Daredevil is not that type of character. And even Lobo, like Lobo was like, you know, still very over the top and yeah. Spawn and all that, you know, that just the, the, I don't think it would work. So I, I hope they don't try to squeeze that in there. And, and Lord knows Joaquin Phoenix doesn't need the money. So um, I hope I would that imagine he, it would be a pain for him to have to lose the weight again because that's not easy. Yeah. And he would like he would accentuate it by sitting with in yeah. a way that would like stick, stick his, his rib, rib cage yeah. out. And uh, not that he wasn't thin. I mean, his rib cage is out, but you can tell because he would sit and then he would push his belly out yeah. and really accentuate that. Um, and he already has like that busted shoulder. Mm -hmm. So when he lost the weight, it really made that yeah. visible. You could see the the kind of defect. He always mm -hmm. had it. But when he's heavier, you didn't see it as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I loved it. A plus. Yeah. I'd say an A plus. Like that's yeah. going to be, that's, that goes in with like one of my favorite movies now. Yeah, for sure. Easily. It's so good. I, I would, I can't wait to get, like, I may actually buy this film just to watch if there's any like yeah. behind the scenes or. Hopefully there is. Any of that stuff. Um, and then, so just a quick note, when we were sitting down to watch it, one of the trailer, you know, the Birds of Prey trailer came out, but then mm -hmm. the trailer for 1917 was yes. it 1917? Yes, we were going to talk about this. Sam Mendes. My God, this film looks fucking gorge balls. So here's the thing with this film uh, that I actually it's just read an article. probably one of the best trailers I've seen all year. It's beautiful. This trailer I is beautiful. I read an article today that, and this is why you have to read shit, okay? Mm -hmm. Because they pull you in, it's all clickbait, yeah. and they, you know, they title these things, and that as a filmmaker, immediately, I was I questioned it, uh, that they, they, they put it in the title that this was filmed as a oneer, yeah. Or as they say, one shot because most people that are outside of the business don't know what the hell a oneer is. Mm. And I was like, having or, or seen the take. having seen the trailer, I said, no fucking way. <laughs> I'm reading this article. There's no way that he did this as a oneer, um, and he didn't. It's intended to be edited to appear as right. if it's a oneer, but there were several takes, and I think. I couldn't finish reading the article, um, but I think like one of the rigs was functioning as a oneer and was just following through and everything yeah, like yeah. that. But there are, I think there were several cameras and mm -hmm. obviously, and the, so the idea is that when the story takes place, it's a true story or based on a true story, it's supposed to take place in a two hour right. well, it's, time it's, it's span. It's in real time. Yeah. That's more the thing. And, and, and I, you know, they're going to edit it to make it look like it's one take, but I don't think they're trying to fool anybody. You know, they just want it to... I feel the, like it's real the, time. The articles were, you know, I don't think right. the filmmakers right. intended because I think um, from the part that I had read, Sam Mendes was telling this the 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 DP kind of said it like at the last minute. So I think he pitched him the story and all that, and then at the last minute was like, "By the way, it's going to be like a oneer," yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "What?" You know? Yeah. Um, and the I, I don't remember. I actually I'm going to look it up because um, the who the the cinematographer should. Their name should be mentioned because that's how beautiful it looks. For 1917, yeah. Uh, so I'm not even going to say I don't know who they are. Uh, I don't know the last Sam Mendes film that I watched. What? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's not like I haven't. The uh, Reader. And, um, oh, The Reader. Uh, that was. Because uh, he was married to her. I yeah, think, when that he was did that. Revolutionary Road. Revolutionary Road. But like recently, what was his last film? I don't remember the last film of his I watched. Um, I don't know. As a director as a pre well he he, he produces, produces and stuff he too yeah yeah but like he he produced and directed uh revolutionary road yeah um road to perdition he has like a feel to not he didn't do the reader i'm sorry he did revolutionary road not the reader i'm thinking of because kate Winslet. um he did um like penny dreadful 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Skyfall. Didn't we watch Skyfall? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was older. I thought that was newer. Yeah, that came out a while ago. I was Several years, the most actually. recent one that we watched, but yeah. Um, uh, so, so well, so anyway, Roger Deakins is the cinematographer for this film. Oh, and so, of course, Roger Deakins. Yeah, so. He's like the fucking man. Yeah, so, so I believe when he had the, the conversation with him, Roger Deakins, like, actually screamed when he'd said it's supposed to appear like it's one or whatever. Um, and, and I think that, I think that's going to make it really awesome, though, because since it's taking place in this two-hour period, mm-hmm. it's just frantic, frantic, frantic. Yeah. That totally works. Because yeah, Wonders, like, when it's a slow scene, it doesn't have really the, the desired impact, effect, yeah. you know? Like, I loved Victoria. We've never talked about Victoria on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't think if you haven't seen Victoria, Victoria's go fucking see that movie. It is a one-take film. It is like beautiful. A legit like, legit film. one It's legit a one-take, and it's great. But in those slow scenes, it wasn't really necessary. Where it became really stellar was when it started to pick up and become frantic because mm-hmm. you feel like you're running with that character you're with them and mm-hmm. in that moment um so i'm excited to see this because the, the like just the cinematography that's when i brought it to your attention because i was like you have to see how beautiful this trailer is we yeah. watched it like i don't Roger know maybe Deacons, like a I mean, month or like so ago legendary cinematographer but i didn't know at the time yeah i mean I, I didn't know and i till just now well no i mean like i know is i know who he is but i didn't know mm. that he was that he was a cinematographer for it. Yeah. Um, so I just saw the trailer and was like, oh my God, this just, the grading, everything was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we watched and I was like, oh, that's going to be cool. And then I saw today that it was going to, you know, be edited as a one Yeah. And there was also a trailer for a new Nolan film, but I didn't know much. I didn't really have much about it. The Tenet. Oh, Ten? What? Oh, is it Ten? I thought it was Tenet. I thought it was Ten and then... Ten backwards? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tenet. Thought, you know, like, oh, that's Tenet. I'm thinking of Tenant. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I can I, be told. I've, n- I've never even heard of it before, so I don't know. I hadn't either because uh, Brandon kind of looked over and he's like, so what do you think? And I'm like, should I think something? Like, I didn't know what this was. I, yeah. I was, it's a very, um, like, it's a very. Uh, yeah, it's Tenant. Tenant? Yeah, T-E-N-E-T. Oh, I thought it was just Ten and then spelled. Yeah. Tenant. It's an action epic revolving around international espionage, time travel, and evolution. Mm. With Robert Pattinson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Michael Kane. Michael Kane. It's got Michael Kane. Um, yeah, that it, it's. I have to say though, it's like, very covert. If, if that wasn't like, I don't know what the hell it's about. If that wasn't Christopher Nolan, I'd be like, all right. I didn't. I didn't know that it was Christopher Nolan. I was I interested in it. Oh really? Yeah, I thought I it thought looked the editing of the trailer was a little off-putting. I don't feel like that. That's like. Probably the first trailer. Oh, the teaser, I guess. Yeah, it's a te- it it's, that's the thing. It's a it was, teaser. So but it was really like tell. just the way it was edited was weird to me. Edited. Edited. Um, and maybe that's on purpose. And maybe I'm not cool enough to under to get it. But <laughs> it just seemed weird. Um, weird. But whatever. You know, I'll watch anything Nolan makes. So. Yeah. He's good. It's good. Um, that was pretty much it. Yeah. We just had to jump on and say how much we love the Joker. Mm-hmm. Or I did. Yeah. It's good. So go see it. You should go please. see it. Go see it now. And then message us that you saw it and tell us what you thought. At I'm Go just Gorilla waiting. Film. I'm waiting Echo to see. Gorilla film. <laughs> just Echo Gorilla film. <laughs> to see, like, if people decide to hate on it and what they're going to say. Like, I got to hear this. I think most people will think it's not comic book enough. Well, they said that already with the trailer. Yeah. But now that you see that, like, how can you deny that performance, I guess? Oh, everything. I mean, everyone's talking about the performance, in, which is stellar. Like probably the best. I'm trying to think. Is it the best performance this year? 
I think what else we I've saw. I've not seen every movie this year, so I can yeah. never say so that. So far. I so hate far. That. Yeah, but we'll never know what the best performance is for a year because unless, unless you've watched movie. every single right. film that has come out by every film. I'm just thinking of the best know. performance I've seen this year. For, but for a big either way, films. my point yeah, that's not even my point. Films. My point is just that, you know, for as much credit as that as that is gonna get and and is is deserved, there's just so much more into making that. Mm-hmm. you know, molding that film, you know, because you could have a great performance, but, you know, crap script or yeah. direction or, you know, lighting or whatever. Um, and everything came together so beautifully. So beautifully. I I just think, uh, I just think that they did a good job. Todd Phillips was one of the writers, I believe. Well, he was the director. Yeah, but he was one of the writers. Oh, yeah, there well. was another. Yeah. Scott Silver, I think, was the other writer. I don't know how much, you know, he was one of the writers. I'm assuming he did the bulk of it. Um You'd hope. But uh, it's just, it's such a stark difference from like Hangover and all the other shit yeah, that so weird. he does. Well, he um, just did something else too that was not. I just did not like those movies at all. Hangover movies? At all. Like yeah. there was nothing about them that I found interesting or funny. I was like, this is just so yeah, ridiculous. I I, they're not really my cup of tea. It just goes to show, right? Says like, the guy who can't... loves horrible bosses too. <laughs> Horrible, no, Horrible Bosses 2 was hilarious. That's different. Way different than Hangover. Just, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel I didn't like most people movies. will like The Hangover more than Horrible Bosses 2. Oh, yeah. You know? that Actually, Horrible Bosses 2 got kind of shit a, on. It's a freaking gem. Yeah, but he does, he does, yeah, he does like a, he does those bro movies. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just, it was such a, such a stark difference from what he is known for doing. And yeah. it, it just goes to show that you can kind of be multifaceted in that mm-hmm. way. You know, it just mm-hmm. because you make this type of movie doesn't mean that you have to stay in that genre. You can move to other things. And um, I think we but tend who's, to who's like the guy that like, who did he have to convince? Like, I don't know. You know, like you've seen the hangover, right? We'll check this out. <laughs> I want to make the Joker. But it's With Joaquin be- Phoenix. Yeah. I want to take an amazing actor and make a really serious period piece. Um, and, 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 and rip it from a comic book, no yeah. less. Yeah. I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in that, for that meeting, for that conversation. I, yeah. I don't know how that went and, and kudos to him for, for pulling it off. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting to see if he goes back to making shit movies, yeah. <laughs> like just for funsies. Like I want to throw in some shitty bro yeah. movie. Uh, go what's from, real, what's Will go Ferrell from, doing? He's like, going to go from the Joker to uh hangover four. Yeah, it's just starring James Franco or some yeah. bullshit. Um, oh, I don't know. Franco. I hope he. I, I hope he continues down this path because he he seems to be a really good director. Well, he's doing. Um, he's going to be doing an untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. He's right. doing a film called Murray at Large, um, which is uh, looks like a crime film. Uh, that's going to be. An adventure comedy. So Hulk yeah, maybe Hogan he's going biopic. back to like, yeah. Do we need do another Hulk Hogan story? Like I've seen so many documentaries on this man already. Like, can we just? Is that really necessary? I don't know. It looks like he's going to do another another adventure comedy and then a thriller. So I mean, all right, we'll see. All right, I'm I'm definitely going to keep an eye on him. Yeah, he he's he's like piqued this. my interest now that I know what he's capable of. But if he starts. You know, sliding back. Starts regressing to comedies. (laughs) Well, shitty comedies, at least. I don't know. Um, You know, I gravitate towards darker dramas. I love comedies, but I just love this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Like this is the kind of movie that I aspire as a filmmaker, as a writer, as an actor to be able to create something that is like a 16th. As good as that. This yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm true. realistic. I know I mean, I'll never be that good, like, but I want to get as close as I can. It's, uh, you know, in the bigger picture, I think it's why our uh, our um, teaming up, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, works is because we have similar sensibilities. I watch a film like this and I'm like, I get inspired and I want to go make a film, you know, yeah. um, because it's just so right up my alley. Um, it's it's so weird, I guess, though, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're, you're very, when you listen to music, you have a very vast... Yes. sort of thing and so like um for me with films i can watch and enjoy a, a, a star wars film or a marvel's film marvel's a marvel's the film. Marvels. um and but i can also sit and watch something like this and and appreciate it you know on such a high level you know uh it's just so good yeah i don't care that it was like e- even if you took all the comic bookness out of it i'd still it wouldn't it change anything works. for me it still works it's so it's good. good enough if he weren't the Joker, but had just became like yeah, if it was just some dude, random clown that yeah, this happened like to, and just had became nothing a to do with any that, comic books, yeah, yeah, it would have still worked. Yeah, which which speaks for the performance and the writing, mm-hmm. everything. Good job. Good, Good job. job. Good for you. Good job, Todd. We were the two weird clappers because people don't do that in theaters anymore. I don't know why, but I'll be no. weird and be like, yes, <laughs> you go. So I don't know. Uh, well, next week is kind of it's a bit of a crapshoot because we're doing pickup shots. Yeah. And we don't know which day we're doing them because it it's may looking rain. looking like Sunday probably. Uh, so we don't know. Uh, but mm. one of these, one of those days we'll be recording and talking about stuff. Yeah, that's true. Talk I have a topic things. I'd like to talk about next oh, yeah? week too. Yeah. Are you going to share that now? Nope. Or, oh. You have to tune in to find out. You see what I did there? It's called yeah. the tease. You are a teaser. You yeah. are, sir. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't even know what this topic is. Mm. What kind of partnership is this? Mm. A shit one. Shite. Shite. So thank you for joining us. I feel like this is a, 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 an exciting yet somber episode. We just <laughs> talked about the Joker. He seemed like an interesting and sober fellow. Yeah. Um. Well, but why? Why is... I don't know. Maybe well, because it's, it's a somber late. movie. Maybe because it's late. Because it's past your bedtime. Yeah, way past my bedtime. <laughs> your so. brain is it's so it's confused like, and angry yeah. right now. It's like, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? You went out after 9 o'clock and you're up past your bedtime. Well, we went out after 6 o'clock, technically. The well, movie we we at, were out yeah, after 9 o'clock. We was at 7. So, yeah. yeah, our brain's all thrown off and, yeah. and we're going to pay for it tomorrow. Our bodies are going to hate us because it's like, what do you think? What do you think? You're 29 years old or something? Come on now. <laughs> Get, Get out of here. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. And uh, let us know what you thought of the film. Yeah. And if you were like on the fence, I don't know if I want to watch this, go watch it. Yeah, I can solve that that quandary for you. Mm-hmm. Go. You're welcome. Go see you it. Thank us later. And hopefully we'll find the kitty tomorrow. Wish us luck. All right. Shout out. Hey, Perry. <laughs> hey, Perry. Hey, Perry. What you doing, bud? Um, we'll see, shout you, out. see you at work. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Brandon for going with us and, and to his lovely wife, wife Becky for for entertaining us for the evening mm-hmm. and uh steady geekin reality bomb comic cast all up our for debate all our friends yeah we appreciate you a lovely cast and crew yep we're we're editing you're editing i'm, I'm editing now. I'm, you're editing and i'm bossing you around <laughs> that's that's how i edit yeah. well, no we, we had I don't to like do this. we had to put a, a rough cut of the ending together yeah. now we'll talk about that next week yeah we'll talk about it next week yeah there were things to discuss yeah Okay. Have a good have a good rest of your week, guys. All right, bye-bye. Bye.